0: I'm Kurt. I'm a parent. And this is the Parent Skills Podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Parent Skills Podcast. Thanks for listening wherever you're listening, however you're listening. We sure do appreciate it. As always, the Parent Skills Podcast really takes 20, 25 minutes. And we always have a guest in studio. And I and one of my friends, we just spend some time talking about various aspects of parenting and how hopefully that can encourage and help you on your parenting journey as well. This episode, I'm thrilled to have a coworker and a really good friend with me, Mike Brooke. He is our college pastor, college age pastor here at Saddleback Church. He is a parent of two wonderfully awesome and unique and beautiful in every way little girls and he is going to be our guest this episode on the parent skills podcast. Well, hey everybody, welcome back, Mike. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you, thank, Kurt. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy. Oh, I love it. This lo- is as we record this, you're getting ready for all the high school graduates yeah. to move into college this Thursday night. Yeah,
1: this Thursday night, tonight, tonight, it's, yeah. it's happening. So, so, thank you. Yeah, it's so you. great,
0: um, Mike. We're gonna we're gonna get to your daughters in a second, but what one of the things I want to say to everybody is. You know, even though the conversation, the context is going to be you, your wife, and your two young daughters, um, hopefully, those of you who are listening, you'll find some principles that even if you're raising boys or you have a boy and a girl, some of these things will probably be very girl-specific. Some of them might, I think, translate in principle. to. You know, either gender. Um, Moms, if you're listening, just because Mike's a dad and he's talking about some of the stuff he's learned as a dad, again, I think there'll be some principles there for moms to glean as well. And as always, um, if you want more of our resources and and tips and encouragement on parenting, you guys can go visit us at saddlebackparents.com. Mike, why don't you just take a minute and tell us a little bit about your family, how long you've been married, and your two girls.
1: Oh my gosh, we've been, well, my wife's name is Kristen. We've been married for just about 15 years, so it'll be 15 years, in- two months. Um, our girls are great. They are eight and seven, um, Hallie Jane and Zoe Ryan. And they are they could not be more different from each other, but we love them all the same. They are so fun. Our oldest is very outgoing, as you've seen before, very kind of her own personality, very leader oriented. Yeah. Um, our youngest is a little more shy. But, but very, I love her because she follows the rules. She does what she's...
0: <laughs> it's she good to have, have one supposed, of those, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's good always good to have one. To pushes one pushes the boundaries.
1: One follows everything yeah. you say. So it's kind of good to have that one that yeah. you can Trust. lean into. You, you can and count go, on. Yeah. You can count and, on
0: Zoe yeah. to, to get the job done. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: So they're great. We love them so much. So parenting is... Such a blessing.
0: So seven and eight, just barely over a year apart in age. Yeah, one year apart in in grades too.
1: Yes. So first um, and second grade. First this year? and second grade. Just wrapping
0: grade. up. First and second. Yep,
1: they're grade. just wrapping up. Yeah. They have one week left, and they are they have been counting down. I think the last three months. Of course. So, <laughs> of course. And <laughs> yeah. they gripe about my. It's funny because my oldest, Hallie, she gripes about homework, and homework takes five minutes. Right. And I keep having to remind her, like, you if you already are griping about homework in second grade and it's taking you five to 10 minutes, you're in for a long school career. Yes,
0: she is. Or a short school career. Or a short school career.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's more accurate. That might be okay. That
0: might be okay. Well, Mike, let's jump into it. What I want to do is I just want to throw some questions out to you. Um, As a dad of two girls, and let you just freestyle your answers. I'll jump in and provide some, con- some color commentary here and there along the way, and we'll kind of see where it goes. So as I was thinking about having you come in and the uniqueness of raising two girls that are that similar in age, I just thought it might be fun for me to ask you, that it's, it's, it's really two, cre- two questions wrapped up in one question, and that is, would you be willing to share three things that you would say, here's three things as a dad I've gotten wrong, and three things i've gotten right yeah. ra- raising young girls
1: yeah i i think when i think of things that i've done maybe wrong uh one of the things that i think of immediately is taking work home with me to do immediately when i get home uh when i fur when we when we first had kids and when they were younger I mean they're still young but when they were even younger we would, I would come home and still have two or three phone calls to make five or six emails to respond to and I'd want to be home and think that it's good that I'm home but I'd immediately start plugging in and plugging away at stuff and yeah. my wife encouraged me hey when you're home the kids want you home. Right. It actually would be better if you spent an extra 30, 40 minutes at work in the office and just wrapped everything yep. up so when you get home, you're immediately able to yep. be home.
0: Or or can you wait until the kids go to bed to do that yes. lingering 30 minutes of, of work? Exactly. Yeah. That, um, Doug Fields used to be on staff here at Saddleback Church. He used to talk about, um, I don't know if it was a habit or he would just do it once in a while. I feel like he said it was a habit that on his way home from work almost every day, he would pull over someplace, a Walmart parking lot or whatever, and just spend 20 minutes to a half hour listening to ESPN or taking a yeah. power nap or doing whatever he needed to do so that when he walked in that door, he could be a present all-in dad yeah. and and not have all the other like work residue following yeah. him through the screen door, which is very similar to what you're saying.
1: Yeah, that's what it felt like. Is I just... I I can do work when they go to sleep and I sometimes have to bring work home that's sure. just a necessity but right that a lot of times if I just spend an extra 15-20 minutes in the office I can knock it all out and that makes a big difference when I'm home and able to yeah. be immediately yeah. present. it's good. It's good. Um, so that's
0: something you were doing wrong now you're working on making it right. Working doing on it, making yeah. it right. Yeah. So
1: not it's perfect good. all the time but still working on it. I think a second thing that I've struggled with at times is allowing them to act their age, um, especially when it's like appropriate times or inconvenient for me. Um, I, I think of recently when I took my oldest daughter Hallie to to um, go see Detective Pikachu, and she wanted to wear a Pikachu costume to the movie. And my immediate knee jerk, re- yeah, uh, my knee jerk <laughs> reaction was like, "No, yeah. no, it's gonna be you're gonna be goofy." You're I don't in know. Second if like, grade, you're in second grade. This, I don't know if this is appropriate for you, but she was so all in. And after some coaxing from some friends and my wife, going, "Hey, is it really that big of a deal?" I said, "Oh, yeah, of course. Wear your detective. Wear your Pikachu costume." And it was a big deal to her. I mean, right. she had. I think one of my favorite statements. We were walking um, into the house, and she looked at me. And the neighbor had just walked by and saw her, kind of smiled, and she said, "Dad, I know it's embarrassing to dress like Pikachu, but I'm I'm excited that I did it." Oh, that's awesome! And it was it was so worth it. Yeah, and so I'm looking for more. The times that I can allow them to run around to be themselves to be their own age, yeah and not they'll, always they'll
0: be in junior them. high soon enough, yes, they'll be in high school soon enough, um, and so for you to allow them to act their age and enjoy, which I think I mean we know a year in twenty nineteen is exactly the same length of time that yes. a year was in eighteen nineteen, yeah nineteen nineteen. It doesn't feel that way, no, it, things seem to move more quickly, childhood does seem to have been shortened. Yeah. And, and and cut down. And so I like that you recognized that you weren't allowing them all the time to embrace childhood yeah. the way they deserve to. Yes. Yeah, that's good.
1: And I want them I want them to be kids. I mean they're kids. You right. only get to be a kid for a little bit. S- sure. And so allowing them to be that kid is so important. And I think allows them to grow up a little bit a little more free. Yeah. So good. I think the third thing that I I did wrong is I've I've said a statement to them, multiple times that I swore to my parents I would never use on my kids, and it's because I said so.
0: <laughs> the class, um, the, the classic. classic,
1: because I because I said so.
0: Every single parent listening to that is going, "Yep, yeah, I'm with you, brother." Yeah, we we don't want to say it, but we say it yeah, a lot,
1: a lot. And I think I'm trying. I'm learning I have to get better at explaining my reasoning for the sake of them learning that I'm not just out to be the bad guy. I'm not just looking to take things away, but there's actually some rationale behind it. Sure. I think it's easier so many times to just say, well, because I said so, and leave it at that. I want to leave it at that. And sometimes. Especially with kids, you're just like, Could you just listen to me right. one time and just do what I say one
0: time? And there probably is the appropriate time there to is. look in the eye and say, Look, I don't owe you an explanation. Yes. You you won't understand my logic. Yeah. So because I said so, um, but it's sort of like the the dad who cried wolf, I guess. If yes. we say it all the time, yes. then it loses its teeth.
1: Yeah, and I found I said it I use it for a lot of excuses of yeah. just like I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I don't want to yeah. I don't wanna explain something. Just do what I tell you. Right. So some of the things that I think I've done right um, with two girls, you could imagine they, they are into very girly things. So they love pretend makeovers. They have this makeover kit um, that has like a vanity and a mirror with lights around it. And it's about half as big as my youngest daughter, but she's very <laughs> into giving makeovers to me. And yeah. one of the things I think I've done right is that I've always, every time she's come up to me and said, dad, can I give you a makeover? Is I've always said yes. You know, I've
0: I've noticed you come into the office with eyeliner every now and then. Oh yeah, I I didn't want to ask. I just that was kind of between you and and Kristen.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's my daughter likes me to look pretty, so um, so I I just I will always sit down on the floor and allow her to do her thing, and I think that that's something I've done right because those. Those moments, at least the makeovers, are going to be few and far between. She's right. 7. By the time she's 10, it's it's done. Right. It's never happening again. And right. so to soak up those moments thinking, like, I'm going to enjoy this.
0: Yep. And what you're doing, I think, Mike, is—and this might be, in some ways, more for your benefit than theirs. But the, pay, the payoff for them is obvious. It's time yeah. with Dad. It's Dad's willingness to enter their world. For you, you're getting in the habit of entering their world. Yeah. Because you're right. It, it's makeovers today. It'll be softball tomorrow yeah. or skateboarding or drama or art. And they will, maybe a little bit less and less as they get older, but they will always invite dad into it. Yeah. And what you're training yourself is the willingness to go, whether I'm into it or not, yeah. if they want me to be a part of it with them, yeah. I'm going to do that.
1: And I think that I love those moments. I always yeah. soak them in. I looked at my seven-year-old the other day, Zoe, and was like, I know these days are coming to a close pretty soon, but I just want you to know daddy, daddy loves every time you give him a makeover because yeah. there's, there's sweet moments. And so entering into the world is so right. important. Um, I think one of the things that I've done really well, or I try to do really well is I tell them repeatedly how beautiful they are. Um, how, and I look for opportunities to tell them how proud I am of them. I think as young women, they just, they can't hear enough pretty they are um, I think self-conscious behavior in, in women is so prevalent and mm-hmm. it's I, I understand why it is and so I think anytime I can affirm them and just say hey you're beautiful God made you beautiful God made you just as you are and anytime I can say I'm proud of who you are and proud of what you're doing I think to build up some self-esteem I think I've done a, a pretty decent job of doing that um, for the most part it's oh, that's good, that's good. Um, and I think the third thing that I've done really well is my wife and I don't just talk to them about the importance of Jesus in small groups, but we kind of live that out. We, we talk about Jesus between each other. We talk about what God's doing in our lives. We're in a small group. They are in the routine. My daughters are in the routine of every Tuesday night when my small group comes over, they go to bed, they stay in their room. We eat dinner together, we go through our study and they just are in that routine and right. they're in their own small group, which is great. So when I, I'm able to remind them when they're interrupting, hey, we don't interrupt your small groups and you don't <laughs> want us interrupting your small groups. Right. So let's not interrupt ours. But they get they get to see that it is it's not just important for them. Right. We believe this is important for everyone.
0: It's, well it's it's like so many things in life, right? It is it is Caught, not taught. Yeah. So much of, of our discipleship, so much of our faith journey, we can teach a whole bunch of stuff, but it, but it's caught, not taught. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think it definitely is caught, and, and I want them to catch on to what we're trying to do, to catch on to what we're about, to catch on to what we value, and to carry those values into yeah. their own life. Yeah.
0: Hey, let, let Let's do this. Um, we've got a few more minutes. What I want to do is I wanna ask you, this This question is, out of all the parent skills, okay, there, there's, there's a ton of skills that parents have to have. Yeah. So out of all the dad skills, share one that you would say, it did not come naturally to you, but you've worked on it, you've seen progress, and how has that paid off? Yeah, I think,
1: the thing that I thought would come supernatural to me is, uh, This sounds so bad, but having fun. Um, I think, I thought for sure I was going to be the dad that wants to go to the park, wants to take them to Disneyland, wants to do all the fun activities outside. And I found that that's not... I don't like Disneyland, um, so I don't. I want to see them at Disneyland, but I don't want to be there. Right. Um, I I hate sitting at a park because there's just no Wi-Fi. I can't. I'm sitting by myself. It's usually a bunch of moms, so I feel a little bit awkward being there. So you're
0: not. You're not only are you not the fun dad. You're sort of like the grumpy grandpa. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I I've had to redefine what what fun looks like. I think for me and fun. Yep. is engaging them. I love video games, so trying to help them to understand and have fun and engage with video games. Right. Forcing myself to go to the park with them, to go to the pool with them yep. so that they can have fun, knowing that this is going to be a drag on me. Sure. But I want them to have those experiences yeah. and it's going to yeah. be important. So what's
0: the payoff been?
1: I think the payoff has been, I think that they they appreciate those efforts. They're starting to notice that it takes a little more effort and they appreciate those efforts a little bit more. Yeah, that's
0: good. That's and, um,
1: good. I think it's funny. They will be so much more appreciative of me taking them to the park than my wife, who takes them to Disneyland every couple of weeks. Yeah. And they'll come home from Disneyland and be excited, but it's done and over. But I take them to the park and I'll get thankies for the, the next couple of gotcha. hours, next day. Gotcha, that's good. That's and so, so good. I think it's nice that they recognize, this isn't daddy's favorite thing. I'd rather engage them on makeovers, video games, watching a baseball game taking a nap. Uh, <laughs> but they it was kind of stepping out and forcing myself to have a little bit of different kind of fun. The yeah. fun that's on their level right. has, is has been huge.
0: Well, and I'll tell you Mike, that is I think one of the one of the greatest parent skills any parent can have is being willing to cuz a lot of times parents are willing to have shared experiences. Yeah. As long as it's on, it's on their terms. Yes. So I'm a sporty dad. So of course I want to have shared experiences yeah. with my kids around sports. Yes. Right. Or I'm um, I'm a I'm a dad who likes to hike. So of course yeah. I want to hike with my kids. Or I'm a mom who loves to go, um, and and do something. I don't know yeah. golf or whatever yeah. whatever the mom might be scrapbooking golf whatever it is that the mom loves to do. Well, of course I want to engage my sons or my daughters with that. Yeah. But it's oftentimes we want them to come into our world totally. and to pick up our loves. Yeah. I assumed my kids would love the beach and love surfing yeah. and they didn't. Yeah. What they somehow, my daughter and my son, what they took to was camping in the desert and riding motorcycles in the desert. <laughs> so I pivoted. Yeah. I, that wasn't my thing. I, I learned to make it my thing yeah. because it was, it was their thing. Totally. And, and I think, you know, in, in, in a similar way, that's what you're describing. Yeah. Real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. You've got 60 seconds. You didn't know this question was coming. So okay. um, if, if, if you had to say, hey, hey, dads, it can be dad unique or you can make it generic for parents. Here, here's the one skill. Here, 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 here's the one parent skill you need to have with young kids, what would it be? Oh my gosh, Um, I think
1: asking, I think instead of telling them what you expect is asking them a lot of questions. I think trying to help them process their feelings, their emotions, even though they're Mm -hmm. they're in a weird state where they can't fully do that. um, I think what I'm learning is the more that I'm able to ask them questions versus tell them what my expectation is, the, the easier it comes, the more natural it comes to them. For example, my my youngest came home and said, uh, dad, I caught Hallie holding hands with a boy at school. And my knee-jerk reaction was, you're eight years old, you don't hold hands with boys at school, you don't have boyfriends, this, this right. isn't a thing. This isn't a thing until you, at least in your teenage years, yeah. Um, as, a 19. as a 19.8 years yes, old, exactly. Once you're out of high school <laughs> and moved out of my house, and yeah, then you do what you want. Then you do what you want. But in my house, it's no boys. <laughs> um, but I, instead of sitting her down and lecturing her and going, "Hey, we don't, we don't do that," um, I sat her down and asked a question. I said, "Okay, why, why were you holding hands with that boy? What does that mean to hold hands with that boy? Um, how did you feel holding?" What's hands? that
0: boy's address so I yes. can? <laughs>
1: Is it, who's that boy's dad so I can go have a lecture with him? I, I definitely tried to ask the questions to help her come to the conclusion of, maybe this isn't appropriate at my age to do it. And yes, I still had to tell her it's yeah. not appropriate at this age. Right. But I, I found I, I'm trying to build in the skill of, of having conversations that might appear awkward. Yeah. So when we do sit down at 10 or whatever to have the talk about sex... Right right or puberty or any of that stuff it's not as awkward because we've already had several awkward conversations right. and dad wasn't yep shooken up by that right or taken aback
0: No, oh, that's huge that's huge mike thank you for joining us thanks for sharing some of your insights some of your learnings thanks for being vulnerable yeah. with some of the stuff that you're not doing as well as maybe you had hoped you would P.S. Every single parent listening to this podcast could list their three or four or 25 totally. things that we're not yeah. doing as well as we could. As it was we nice could. to
1: pare it down to three. It was That's nice. Not the, the longest list. Yeah.
0: And every phase of parenting introduces a whole new bunch of things you don't do well. Yeah. Because by the time you start doing seven and eight-year-old parenting really well, yeah. they're going to be 10 and 11 years old. Totally. And now there's a whole new bunch of skills that you're not as good at. I'm an yeah. empty nester. So my wife and I are parenting a a 24-year-old married girl who's about to have her first child and we're parenting a 22-year-old college kid who lives at the beach and is just kind of living the dream, right? And all of a sudden, that requires a whole new set of skills. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at some of them, and I'm terrible at a bunch of totally. them. Totally. But I, didn't, I, you don't know until you get there. You don't know until yeah. you get there. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for being here, um, parents. Again, thanks for joining us. Um, we hope this was worth your time. As always, check out our wide variety of parenting resources at SaddlebackParents.com. I'm Kurt Johnston. This is my good friend Mike Brook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time around.